Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What is going on? How's everybody doing? Unauthorized, unscripted, you know the whole deal. You know what it's about. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, and this is America Unplugged. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for lending us your support and your ears for at least one hour every Saturday right here on Rockfin and on AmericaUnplugged.com. America Unplugged on Apple Podcasts. Go find it. Give us a five-star rating. Send it to your enemies. If you don't like it, you know the deal. I have the dudes with me, the usual suspects, Mr. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What's up, buddy? Well, first of all, I'd like to give a big shout out to the greatest broadcaster of our time, David Knight. I've got a David Knight mug straight from uh, <laughs> DavidKnightShow.com and a David Knight pen. We'll be filling in for uh, David Knight uh, next week. And uh, these two gentlemen <laughs> will be there. So make sure you tune in. Fantastic. Sounds sounds cool. Um, looking forward to it, Tone. And of course, the legendary Don Jeffries is here with us, ladies and gents. What's up, Don? How you doing? Uh, great. And uh, I agree with uh, uh, Tony about David Knight. And you and I, Billy, both got a, a shout out along with Gar Goldsmith from David yesterday when he was talking. About, he, I guess he, he just knows who Tony's guests are going to be. And it's like Johnny Carson <laughs> used to have Bob Hope and stuff back in the day and <laughs> Dean Martin. So we're we're kind of like Bob Hope and Dean Martin here on this. So, we'll, uh, so I'll take you, it, bro. That's yeah, good. I'll take it too. Just wish we, wish we made the money they made, but uh, it's it's nice. Soon, Don. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. There it's you gonna go. Happen. <laughs> money galore. Anyway, what is going on? Uh, you know, um, another week of 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 the threat of World War Three, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Mr. Kanye West, Lord willing, and we're going to talk about religious nationalism. Hopefully, that's the last thing on the agenda. So let's see if we even get there, because you know how we do. Anyway. Uh, let's do this. Uh, so Joe Biden go, I mean, these people are just freaking reckless now, right? They're just going out there and saying whatever the hell is on their mind. Just cause like, I mean, was this on script? The, the, the white house didn't even pull it back. Typically when Joe Biden says some dumb shit, uh, the white house is quick to jump and say, Hey, listen, uh, it's not what we meant. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, Joe, you know, he says some things, you know, come no, no. They didn't say that this time, at least not, not that I know of anyway. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but he's talking about Armageddon, Arma freaking Geddon, like, you know, publicly. Right. What's up? What's up? But Tone, tell me what's going on. Well, I thought the the real uh, statement that was most shocking was coming straight from Mr. T-shirt man Zelensky. And uh, that was mm. his talk about a preemptive strike on Russia. The media didn't cover it. Alternative mm. media did. David Knight covered it. Uh, just so egregious, so disgusting. This uh, this puppet, this globalist shill who's mm. who's propped up by the financiers and the Luciferian banksters to get us into, a again, Armageddon. And then, of course, his amen corner over with the Biden administration is just absolutely disgusting. They're 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 pushing us towards a cataclysm never seen before. If the if the the terrible ifs accumulate, like Churchill said, they continue to uh, fall into place. And this is our pressure building NATO 
on the border of Russia, it makes it makes the decision for Russia to go to war part of national survival, Billy. And this is not going to end well. I've been saying this for months and months and months, and, and all the accelerating things happening. It is abs- it's just really alarming. And again, the media didn't cover the fact that Zelensky wants to do a preemptive nuclear strike on Russia, and the Biden administration backed him up. I think, I'm not sure, Tone, you could be right on this, but I, I think that CNN did cover it uh, briefly. Um, they, they did put it out there that he was saying, I, I mean, I, and I saw it in passing, so I can't really confirm 100%, but I think they did because I remember hearing something like that. But they're spinning it in a way saying right. I mean, he's the savior of Ukraine. Ukraine oh, they love him. go all out to, to, to yeah. fight Putin. I mean, it's just that he could do no wrong. Yeah. He could do no wrong. So whatever he says is gospel, you know. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're putting their own spin on it, but I, I think it was reported. This is crazy. This is... Uh, literal crazy talk what's going on and, and we're we're propping these people up as if they're some type of heroes and saviors well we're not doing that we don't do that here on america unplugged but uh, the mainstream is doing it and and in return uh, the 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 people that follow the mainstream are following suit because it's mass mind control what's going on don jeffries yeah it seems like we we mention this every uh, week about because it, it seems like we're on the brink of world war three every week and uh <clears throat> they keep giving us a little head fake and uh it doesn't happen. Of course, we don't want it to happen, but and so that's why I don't make predictions because, and so many people do, you know, this is going to happen. I have no idea what they're doing because uh, as uh, you both noted, there is, there is so much lust for war. I mean, even more than the usual lust for war amongst the people. I mean, every celebrity is for this hashtag Sam with Ukraine. They love this guy Zelensky, who is uh, on the surface one of the more obnoxious personalities. I don't know how <laughs> Hitler was in person, but I can't believe he's more he could was any more obnoxious than Zelensky. This guy sneers at you know when when he asks questions about all the billions we've given him, he just kind of <clears throat> sneers and says, you know, how dare you ask me that question? Give me more. He he orders us to make preemptive strikes. He talks uh, cavalierly about uh, nuclear exchanges. Uh, this is this is amazing. There's nothing about this guy that's remotely likable. I mean, I don't know uh, <clears throat> what politician has ever been more unlikable than this guy, and yet he's the hero of the West. The entire celebrity world is in love with him. They can't give him enough money. They can't give. They try to make him into some kind of rock star, and he's wearing his stupid T-shirt, and he's like Napoleon's height, you know, five one <laughs> or whatever he is, and he's I mean Ben Stiller tower over him. Ben Ben Stiller is really short when he came to kiss his ring there but uh this is what it and what amazed me is you know it's somebody that's you know always advocating peace i don't see anybody especially on the left there's nobody against this they are all gung-ho it's all you know all engines ahead for world war three and they're just they're including nuclear war in this these are the same crowd that you know 40 years ago were, were attending no nuke concerts with Jackson Brown. Where the hell's Jackson Brown and people like that? I was at those things myself buying these albums. I mean, they're, they're talked about, you know, everybody from, you know, Jackson Brown to Elvis Costello. I hear they all were putting out these uh, anti-nuke songs. You had, what was it? Uh, Physicians Without Borders. Remember the, I can't remember the, the, the woman physician that was ahead of that. It was, uh, <clears throat> was on all the media talking about all the damage nuclear weapons could do. Where are they now? Because apparently they all want this. And they have succeeded in, in demonizing this guy, Putin. I don't know if Putin's good or bad. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter because he's not threatening us. And uh, if 
the translations, and that's the problem with people like Hitler or anybody, uh, when you re don't really know what they're saying because you're depending on, um, you don't speak, if you don't speak the language, you're depending upon the same sources about lie about everything else that are translating things. So whether he's really, the alternative sources have him saying some pretty great stuff. You know, according to them, he's saying, you know, it's the kind of stuff we, we talk about on, Amer on America Unplugged. So maybe he'd be a good guess. I don't know. But but I don't know if those, those translations are accurate. And uh, it doesn't matter. Even if I thought he was a bad guy, it's none of our business. It's none of our concern. The entire country is collapsing. At the same time, we're giving billions. We always find more billions for, for the Ukraine uh, to protect their borders. Our own borders wide open. The point's been made a million times. People here, the bottom 50% have nothing. Uh, you've got, you know, the death rate has gone up by 40%. They're not acknowledging it. People are living on streets, uh, living on streets and crapping in the streets, living in tents. The, the infrastructure is crumbling. And yet all we can do is talk about this stupid Ukraine and, you know, wave World War III on. So I don't know if it's ever going to happen. It may just be something they continue to trot out and, and maybe try to dare people like us to make predictions and uh, look stupid. But uh it's it's amazing to me that nobody other than you know like Tucker Carlson who seems very much against any World War III. I don't see anybody else in the media on the right or the left. I mean, all the Republicans, I, I pretty much. I don't know what, what does Marjorie Taylor Greene think about it. I don't know, but um, they all seem to be for it. Lindsey Graham is threatening Elon Musk. I mean, Elon Musk who again continues to say, I, I know what his background is. People don't have to remind me anymore. I know his mother and his wife are supposedly witches. I understand. What's by the chip in this? <laughs> I understand. Okay. Okay. That, that may be all be true, but uh, he does say a lot of stuff that sounds good to me. I mean, he, maybe he's crazy too, like Kanye West, we'll talk about later, but he, and he just came up with a, what I think is the best solution I've heard is why not let the area in question, why not let the people who live in the area in question vote on who they want to be a part of? Do they want to join Russia or they want to stay in Ukraine? I think that's a pretty sensible solution. But Lindsey Graham, I mean, almost threatened, threatened to nuke him. You know, Gary, that's really dumb. You know, and of course, Lindsey Graham is Joe Biden's best friend on this issue. You know, again, this is why this left-right paradigm is absurd. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen. But I, I wish we'd hear some, some more people at least saying, you know, World War III would not be a good thing. But I don't hear anybody saying that. Apparently, they all think it's just what the world needs, another world war. Somehow, the mainstream has managed to convince uh, the Hollywood elite that um, it is a good thing or, or that it's a necessary thing. They don't know anything about, about you know, geopolitics or anything like that. They don't. They don't. They've been told this. Zelensky is the new rock star for them because they've been told that that's the way it is. Hold right? on a second. And, and Billy, I put that on screen. There are two different people, including Chris. Apparently, something's wrong with Rockfin. People can't see it on Rockfin. Do we know what's going on there? I don't know. Two different people, um, Jim Chambers and now uh, Chris Chris Graves. You know it's got to be right if Chris is saying it. Saying right. Rockfin won't let folks see it. So is this is this not being seen? What does the Rockfin chat say? Are they not seeing anything? I don't I don't know. It's it's live. It's uh, live. Did, yeah. It, oh, it, you I know why, Billy? I, I I can fix it. Go ahead. So you guys okay. can fix it real quick. Yeah. So um so yeah, at the end of it or whatever, that that's what's going on. Uh, they, they are uh, they are being you know just told to to push this, and not even in those words. They're not like, hey, listen, uh, whomever Ben Stiller, you you need to push this. They don't sit him down, but they 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 have been fed a narrative, and most of these people buy into it because they don't know any better. It's almost like Zoolander. If you ever if you ever watch Zoolander, that they they're just you know brainwashed and they go along with shit. That, that that's what it is. So. So Zelensky is that dude for them, you know, right now. And, and he can do no wrong. 
And when they talk about Armageddon, they just blame it on, on, on Russia. They're like, well, it's Russia's fault. This needs to happen. We need to get the money. We need to do this. And the United States is invested in getting them the resources that they quote unquote need um, because they're pro-war. I mean, all, all of this is, is, go ahead, Tony, you're nodding your head. What's up? Well, by the way, I fixed the Rockfin stream. It was set to premium. Um, Appreciate so that, you. That was why. Oh, my fault. That's no, no, on me. No big deal. No, right. we're orphans, Billy. I mean, this guy, <laughs> we, the, the two-party systems, they love war. Right. And I'm sick and tired of uh, trying to explain this in a way like, look at the history of it. No, these are murderers who are setting us up on the brink of destruction. They're murder. They're criminal murderers. And, and both parties, the, the, the political structure in mass is trying to kill us to save their currency, to save their corrupt system. That is the game. And this isn't going to end well unless people start pushing back. If somebody's changing their profile on Facebook to a Ukrainian flag, that person is captured by the fulcrum of the psychological operation that is the deep state, period. I mean, again, Zelensky is a, is a globalist shill clown. I don't just oppose him. He is my enemy. Somebody like him, connected to the people that are forcing us into World War III. I just, we can't, again, this is not like um, rhetoric. We don't enjoy talking about this, but these people, I mean, they're psychotic. And they're going to push us. And, and, you know, the midterms are coming out. The Republicans are running on nothing, nothing. They could be opposing this right. And there's millions of people that want to get behind an anti-war movement. There's nobody to lead it. There's nobody yeah. in politics. They love this shit. And look at uh, Lockheed Lady Lindsey Graham. <laughs> that, that guy's a sadomasochist. You know? It's what he is. He loves he loves war. He loves it. It's the only thing that it's the only thing that can get him to a place where he feels masculine, I guess. I don't know what the hell's wrong with people like him, but he's, yeah. again, there's another another goblin pushing us towards the brink of destruction, and I'm just absolutely sick of it. Don mentioned earlier today, and, and someone, Raybo's ghost comment is, is, is up on the screen. Someone had mentioned about that bridge blowing up. Man, I saw the footage of that. That was nuts. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was uh, Who Loves Your Baby? Who I, I don't right. recognize the name. Good to see you here, Who Loves Your Baby. <clears throat> who Loves Your Baby? What's going on, Don? <laughs> uh, give me a little bit on this, man. I mean, I you mentioned earlier that you didn't know if it was going to really pop off, and I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know if we're actually going to get Armageddon out of this, if we're actually going to get World War III out of this. Last, thing, last time I said some right. dumb shit like that, Tony was absolutely right. So, Tony, please don't say that we're going to get Armageddon, you know, because last time I said, no, nothing's going to happen with Russia. This is this is nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing blew up. Right. Um, uh, but but I, I, it's something to keep an eye on. But I, I'm hoping that this doesn't happen. Well, and there's, they're all there. And they're also, you know, we have to keep in mind, I, I share I saw me. I, I and it's this is, you know, the most incredible meme I think I've ever seen. It was it it rivaled any of those we saw during the pandemic outside of hospitals and everything. And somebody shared. I'm sure you guys saw it too. I shared it on Facebook, and uh, it, it's from the Ukraine. It's from the alleged you know battle center of what's going on over there. And they have a bunch of people covered by body bags in the background. And one of them is like a windy day. One of them, the body bag starts blowing off one of the bodies, and the body pulls it back down. I mean, it doesn't get any more ridiculous than that. What Now, I don't know what the hell that means, but we've also seen lots of videos there where people talk about uh, 
hey, this 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 is video footage. It wasn't Ukraine. And we again, we saw that during the pandemic too. the bot, the row of coffins coming out of Italy. Oh, no, that actually was somewhere in Africa 10 years before. And they misrepresented it. So it's the same kind of thing where we're seeing video of alleged fighting and, and people have analyzed it and said, no, this actually took place years ago and somewhere else. So, and of course, we've seen Bono, you know, one of the usual suspects who South Park back in the day accurately defined as an actual piece of crap. And this guy's one of the worst people in the world with his, with his foundation, his one foundation that gives 1.2% of your donations to causes and keeps the rest of it. I mean, this this guy is the most sanctimonious piece of crap ever, but he he gave a concert in the middle of the war zone. Now I don't remember Glenn Miller and people like that ever flying over in the middle of uh, you know Okinawa or something like that during war. war. I mean, I, I don't remember that happening. I, I don't think that that you know that use. Let's not use it the way to do it. Did uh, you know Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and you know fly out in the middle of the jungles of Vietnam to play for the boys there? I mean, that didn't happen. Obviously, because it's a war, they, they would have been scared to do it. They're doing that now, and Zelensky just cavalierly is posing for Vanity Fair articles, supposedly with all the you know the bombed out things in the background. It's a lot of show here, and it can never be emphasized enough that Zelensky played as an actor and a comedian. He's no crisis actor, allegedly, but that's what he's doing essentially, because now he's playing the role he's most renowned for on television which was the president of Ukraine. Now he's the actual president of Ukraine. So this has a whole Truman Show element to it. But anybody that has not seen that meme can look on my Facebook page and find it somewhere. But there's no innocent way to explain that. There's a live person in a zipped up, or I guess it wasn't zipped up all the way, but in a body bag. And the wind starts to blow it off and he pulls it down. It's like, you know, it's like you saw like a seventh, a seventh grade production on, of a school play. And, you know, somebody's costume falls. In. It's that ridiculous. So it's up to them. And of course, if we had a real press, they would be all over that. Wait, what is this? It's where crazy. did this come from? Where did this video where did this video come from? What are you representing here? And presumably, if that body was alive, all the others in the body bugs are as well. So what are you trying to represent here? So again, this is it's part of the fear porn. And that's why I cling to the hope that there won't be World War III. I wouldn't predict it, but it's because of that kind of stuff. You know, it's send me that, Don. I'd love to see it at some point, man. I, I remember, and it, maybe this is a Mandela effect that I'm having. I don't know how to describe it, but I remember <laughs> years ago in, I think it was in Spain, there was a whole shooting going on and, um, and it was captured on, on, um, you know, on, on camera and I was watching it and they shot this guy point blank, boom, shot him, he fell to the floor. Seconds later, he gets up and walks to another direction. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? Right? So I, I downloaded it and I put it on my hard drive. And uh, now I can't find it. I mean, I have so much stuff on this hard drive, but still, like, I can't find the footage anywhere. So I might have made this up in my brain. I, I might have dreamt about it. I don't know. But um, I just felt like I had to share that because I remember seeing that, like, vividly. I, I remember... I'm pretty sure I was awake, guys. Well, that's very much like the, the Pulse nightclub, right. the gay nightclub, where, where they had that video footage. They would show that the the alleged victim being carried by two other people, you know, you know, tragically, heroically, you know, and, and, and most people just showed the, the little bit of clip as they're walking out. But uh, later, you know, people on the Internet before YouTube became in incredibly censored, they uh, 
they show the entire footage and, and you can see them farther down the street they go and they suddenly just let the guy go and all three of them just start dancing around in celebration. Now, right. what does that mean? I don't know. But it, it tells me something about the event's not legitimate. And that's why people ask questions about all these things. But that's the same thing and perhaps even more damning when you see an alleged body in a body bag being represented by news organizations as, oh, look at this awful, look what's happening, look at the body bags. And one of the body bags, is, is, the guy is pulling it down because he's alive. You know, that that's where, you know, somebody needs some splaining to do, as, uh, you know, Ricky Ricardo used to say back in the day. I mean, <laughs> something weird is going on. You guys remember that um, uh, TikTok challenge with, with the white hats? Over, I think it was in, in in Syria that they they did. I remember it, and that was legit. That that was real. You know, they were freaking screwing around in a war zone. Yeah, they were doing something for TikTok. I'm like, well, what the hell is going on? Like, or whatever freaking <laughs> challenge they were doing. But it was it was nonsense. They were filming this, having fun in the middle of a war zone. Everything is wrecked. Like everything is wrecked, and they're over there staging something. What's up, Tom? Let me give you a two minute history lesson on why this is different than anything we've done in the past with the Cold War. Okay, let's look at the 1950s. The Russians got the hydrogen bomb, the Soviet Union. Okay, really high tensions. You had Sputnik. At 1956, the Soviet Union crushed a Budapest, the, the Hungarian uprising. They, they sent in tanks. Eisenhower, what, uh, six months later, Don, was riding in an open car with Khrushchev. Okay? <laughs> yeah. the, the goal yeah. was peace. The goal was to try to, to find equilibrium. All right, so these two leaders were talking. Khrushchev later went on to the UN, banged his shoe on the podium and says, we will bury you and your children. Yeah. Okay. Communism will bury you. Kennedy ran on peace. It's one of the reasons they blew his head off. Okay. Again, you fast forward. Nixon was elected in 68 to end the war. All right. He, he did a drawdown on the troops eventually opened China. All right. This was to, a way to try to strategically end the cold war. I'm not sticking up for all of his stuff with Kissinger. I'm just saying that's what the goal was. They had the Strategic Arm Limitation Agreement, SALT. They signed that with, under Nixon. They, they, they entered into a policy of detente. That was, a, that was a, a policy to get people to the table. Again, the Soviets invaded Afghanistan in 79. Reagan ran on, you know, this is an evil empire, building up arms. But the goal was to get Gorbachev eventually to the table, Reykjavik. SDI, Star Wars, all that was based on getting Gorbachev to the table. And at the end of the 80s, President Reagan's walking through Red Square patting Gorbachev on the back, okay? Ronald Reagan, by the way, wanted zero nuclear weapons. I'm not sticking up for Reagan. I've read Don's books, okay? I'm not sticking up for Reagan. What I'm saying is that's what he said publicly. There is nobody looking for the peace table here. There's nothing, zero, on any front. That's why I'm concerned. Every part of our past, yeah, there's been rhetoric, there's been buildups, there's been all of that, but the goal was always to strategically align ourselves for peace. We do not have that now. Uh, you reminded me of something, uh, a sting song. I forget the name. Of, oh, it's called Russians. You yes. remember Russians? <clears throat> right. uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Khrushchev, Khrushchev said, we will bury you. I don't yeah. subscribe to that point of view. And then he yeah. said, uh, it'd be such a horrible thing to do if the Russians love their children too. Isn't that the um, one about that has the Loch Ness monster in it too? He's referencing. I don't know. Maybe. In a deep Maybe. Scotch I don't know. Probably. Thing. It's a dope song. I love Sting. I love the police. Sting is kind of pretentious. I get it. He's kind of a dick, but uh, but he's, I love that whole he's thing. He's not Bono. Ah, oh, right, right, man. I, I was the biggest U2 fan, man. And I, I I have a catalog of what they've done. And I can't I can't stand to listen to it anymore because it's just like, what the hell? Who is this guy? And why am I listening to him? But whatever. What's up? What's up, Dan? 
Well, I hope Cave Manley's. I hope you're being sarcastic, whoever you are. We should definitely preemptively attack Russia by <laughs> attack all means, including nukes. Somebody from MSNBC is is watching our show. <laughs> Unless you're being sarcastic, if so. Yeah, he's being. He's, I mean, he's definitely yeah, being and all our beautiful people over at Rockfin on YouTube, we're going to get to all of you. We have $47 in, in tips already. I want to get to, to whomever wow. did that. Thank you so much, guys. Um, we're, we're going to get into all of it. Let's talk about Mr. Kanye West. He says, and this was when I saw this, I was like, here we go. This, this is like fuel for, for all of these conspiracy theories, man. He said the Clintons uh, were trying to manipulate him through his wife. And he's probably right. Maybe not in the way um, some people are thinking, but uh, the, the Clintons were trying to get at him through Kim Kardashian and, and, and the Clintons are friends with the Kardashians. What surprise? That's no surprise there. And he, he was acting like, I didn't know. I'm like, of course you did. You were taking pictures with them. Of course you did. Of course you freaking did. Like, come on. You're going you're gonna to somehow miss Hillary Clinton running around with your wife? You know, like, come on. Um, but regardless, um, that was a story. But it, it lends itself into a couple of more, more things coming with, with Kanye West. He wore a, a White Lives Matter shirt. And I think that's really important. And I had a lot, of, a, a lot of discussions about this with people here who really feel like that's, this is a bad thing, like a bad thing to wear White Lives Matter. I don't, I don't understand it. And, and I'm like, well, and these people aren't racist, at least as far as I know. And I tell them, well, don't White Lives Matter? And like, that's not the point. The point is that Black Lives Matter. Everybody knows that White Lives Matter. It's not, you know, and I'm like, no, no, it's uh, uh, economically sound lives matter. The elite <laughs> lives matter, you know, but white lives that are broke, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Black lives that are broke, nobody cares, you know, and that's the end of it. Latinos that are broke, no one gives a shit. If you have some money, then we can talk. That's what this is all about, in my personal opinion. So when Kanye West goes out and does something like this, it's revolutionary. But it also, um, uh, uh, you know, helps the divide. But that's not because of Kanye West. That's because of the atmosphere that's been built around all of this. And when Kanye West does something like this, it becomes the catalyst for discussion and the catalyst for um, arguments. You know, and, and uh, people are very... Just like people uh, chase Zelensky, they're very, very hung up on the Black Lives Matter movement and and uh, and uh, slogan, for that matter. Because the people that run Black Lives Matter are awful people that are taking your money and buying mansions, right? This has been reported already. Like, what what are you giving them money for at this point? Three of them are witches, right? The three women that that did this are uh, are literal witches. This is the mainstream reporting it, not us here. You know, so, I mean, this is all stuff we need to look at. Um, white lives do matter. All lives matter. Right. And, and and what if black lives matter was serious, two things. If black lives matter was serious about their message and about what they're doing. Every time the police did something dastardly to white people, they should stand up and go. Uh, support that and 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 try to seek seek justice for that particular situation because what you're doing is uh, extending a hand of brotherhood we get together we we come together more of us white black it doesn't freaking matter we solve the problem right and two if black lives matter was an actual legitimate organization they wouldn't be allowed to freaking do what they're doing 
Let's see. Let's look at what happened to the Black Panthers. Quick, fast. They were taken over. And and I don't mean the new Black Panthers. I mean the original, the OG Black Panthers. Quick, fast. They were infiltrated by the government. Black Lives Matter is allowed allowed to flourish, allowed to post stuff all over the place. You know, they are the thing. They are the Zelensky for the racial movement here in the United States. And that's what tells me that that movement is not legitimate. So Kanye West, I think he's a genius. One of the best producers of all time, in my opinion. An excellent rapper. And uh, while I don't agree with everything that he says, kudos to him. Balls of steel. What's up, Tony? Wasn't it Tupac who said, uh, it's time to stand up. That's what Yui said. Two shots in the dark. Now Yui's dead, the leader right. of the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Kanye West is a trendsetter. I think he's a seeing into the future. I think he's reading the tea leaves. It's a big gamble, but he seems like an authentic person, a little out there. I like I him. I'd vote for him over anybody that's in the presidential yeah. uh, <laughs> field right now, uh, hands down. Because uh, I, I want an outsider. I want somebody different. I want somebody, you know, he's got an artist's mind. A lot of times that's good for people to think outside the box. So he's taking a big risk here. But yeah, it just shows how hollow these organizations are. They don't care yeah. about uh, stopping violence against black people. If they did, they'd be standing with everybody. It's it, it's a police issue. It's not a race issue per se, right? And we know that. And you can't, the fact that you had these Marxists, and it, you know, to me, it's worse that they're Marxists than they're witches. At least you, you could have blended the good witch. There's no good marks. <laughs> right, you know, right. They all want death and destruction in camps, right? That's exactly what I see anyway. So I think this is a, a, a gamble on his part. I think it will pay off. I mean, look at, um, I mean, we, he can't please. You talked earlier about the uh, the Hollywood elite going over and paying homage to, you're my hero, Zelensky. Right. They don't believe that. That's just part of their deal. I think they get they're 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 just set where they are by people like the old mm. Jim Mars post turtle thing, right? That's you just you're put there, and I think that's exactly what's happening when you see all the celebrity worship and love for people like Zelensky. They have no idea. They're just they're just reading a script. Kanye's not invited. He might as well go for broke. He might as well just say, "I'm going to be the rebel in society." We don't have one. I mean, look look at I mean in Don's generation. Look at all the all the artists and rebels and against the state and all that. I mean, that it, where are they? No, right. We don't see that in society. It's conformity is a value that we've taught our children through. And it's that the state has succeeded. You have cultural Marxism, the universities captured completely by communists and bankers. And that's what we get. You get conformity. And Kanye West is I, I love it. Keep, keep keep pushing back. I mean, yeah, I mean, he wore, remember, this was the whole, whole thing with his MAGA hat. Yeah. Remember he went and saw yeah. Trump. And Trump's really uncomfortable, yeah. like, don't really do this. You know, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to make America great again. I, I want the money and everything else. And Kanye's <laughs> talking about real solutions, like bringing jobs back to the inner city and making tax-free zones and smart stuff. So I like Kanye. I like Kanye West, too. Um, and, and he was always like this, right, from the very beginning. Go watch uh, Genius, that, that that documentary that he made about himself and calls himself a genius, you know, that's what, <laughs> but, but it's excellent. The first two are excellent. I didn't watch the third. The first two are amazing. I think I did watch the third, actually. It just wasn't that good. Um, it was all right. But the first two parts are incredible and you get to see his entire rise. And he's always been Kanye West. He's never been anything different. He's just on a, on a higher platform and people can see it now. He's also a billionaire now. Um, so he can say shit like this, right? And he can do things like this. And and he said it the other day, on, not the other day, but he said it in an interview. They were like, I think it was uh, Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God was talking to him. And he was like, um, 
you know, you weren't all about the money before. And he was. But but he said, you weren't all about the money before. You didn't care about any of this stuff. But now you're all about the money. And he's like, well, if they have money, they can't. If, if, if I have money, they can't shut me down. I can say whatever I want if I have money. You know, I'm my own boss. I could do whatever I want. So that's makes a lot of sense to me. What's up, Don? What are you thinking about your boy, Kanye? I, I tell you, I, I have a, you know, a new uh, idol, I guess. I mean, I, this is amazing. I was watching, <laughs> I said, okay. and it, you know, but it just is, again, you know, I talk a lot about this and, and people, a lot of people don't understand because I'm, I'm one of the few white people that's outspoken on it. But uh, I, one of the, uh, somebody online had a great answer to Kanye West wearing White Lives Matters. And they said something, like, I'll pay attention when I see a white celebrity wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. Mm. And that will never happen, ever. Ever not my you know, certain least of all Donald Trump, for instance. I like to see Donald Trump wears a White Lives Matter shirt, but uh, it was very ballsy, and he may just have been trying to provoke. He, you know, he provokes in her, and and he's he's there's so many similarities between him and Trump, except for he's obviously much more articulate than, than Trump is, but uh, he has the same kind of ego because he does call himself brilliant, and he he does it real naturally, just like Trump does. I mean, it's like he, he'll call himself genius or brilliant just. Drop it in there like, uh, you know, anybody else would say hello. I mean, it's just, it comes natural to him for it. But uh, I have to admire, and I also admire the way he is uh, a warrior for God. As he says, I don't fear anybody, but God, I only answer to God. Again, you don't see too many celebrities say that. Now, I'm aware, as people may be aware, that I've seen the hand signals that he's done supposedly in the past. and the Apparently, everybody in Hollywood's done that. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And, and the rumor is that their marriage uh, broke up. Somebody told me because uh, he was sleeping with a guy. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. But that uh, might cares? be something. They, yeah, exactly. But they might put something right. like that out there about him anyhow, because they clearly don't like him. But uh, he's interesting. And yeah, he, you know, he's, there's a little bit about him that he's got a little crazy in his eyes, you know, there's, and some of the stuff he says, uh, yeah, it's a little out there. But uh, very interesting. And, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we need something like that now. But, uh, he uh, he did something bold. Now I don't see, and I again I think that, uh, but people can't underestimate the the racial element of this and the fact that uh, the majority of people in this country are still white, and they are the biggest cucks of all. And that's the problem. We are we're in this situation because we have cucked out to the authorities, and we have uh, we fear them. We don't fear God. We fear them, and uh, people like Kanye West are, are trying to lead the way, but they're always non-white. They're not white. And I'd like to see some white leaders. And I don't mean David Duke or somebody like that, but just somebody who's not even preaching any of that, but just comes out and say, of course, like Billy said, of course, white lives matter. And I, I prefer to keep saying the all lives matter. Right. Thing, but that apparently that's racist too. Yeah, but, uh, racist. Know, but, but I mean, this, it's if you can't, if we've reached the point where you can get in trouble for saying something, maybe the most eternal truth I can think of, the all lives matter, then I don't know where we are as a society. I mean, it, it just, it, it shows us, you know, reveals very clearly the situation we're in. And I, I before I, I want, uh, Chris points out, uh, I'll put it up on the screen here that Ann, Ann Hesh, uh, you know, if you, if you watch the video footage of that, same kind of thing. We saw Ann Hesh where uh, she was in a body bag and trying to get out. If, you, if you've seen I that video. See that. She sat back up. up, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she yeah. did. So, you know, these things, this is not anything new. And I'm telling you, there's a reason why. That's why I wish Alex Jones had not, you know, been participating, whatever this nonsense is, and would have tried to put some of this stuff on the evidence for Sandy Hook, because it, it, it all kind of stems from that, where there are a lot of anomalies there. And it's not wrong to question if you, 
I mean, if you, something like Anne Hesh, if you see what happened there, why wouldn't anybody question that? What was going on? It looked like she was trying to like escape or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, what what was happening? I thought she was dead on arrival or something. But uh, and certainly the one with the soldier, and he's in a body bag and he's trying to he's trying to pull it back over himself. But it's you know nice nice corpse that he's willing to even you know trying to attempt to to deal with the wind like that. But I mean these. People need to ask these questions. And I, I admire Kanye West for bringing at least some of these issues to the forefront. And, and when we talk about white people wearing White Lives Matter shirts, let me automatically disqualify Ted Nugent and uh, yeah. Kid Rock. <laughs> they don't matter. Well, okay, we, we need somebody else. We need we need a, a, who's Star-Lord? We need Star-Lord to put on a White Lives Matter shirt. But somebody they would likable. Go ahead. Well, the, the, and those guys would never wear one of those shirts. I'm telling no. you, they would not. They, they would, uh, you know, Ted, Ted Nugent, if you listen to him, all he talks about are guns. And that's all. And he doesn't necessarily, I mean, he kind of infers, yeah, it's the government we should fear, but it's just that. And I don't know, Kid Rock, I don't know what, what the hell he's talking about he's at awful. the time. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Hi, oh, you know, he was he was a rapper and then his career was going south. So he, tur- he, he, he turned into a, a Southern rocker. You're not yeah. from the South. I hate Kid Rock. I can't. I can't stand him. Uh, regardless. Okay. So uh, let's talk about this. It, it kind of leads into it a little bit, but maybe not. Whatever. I'm making a connection in order to make a bridge. Should I go to the chat right now? Go to uh, the chat, uh, and we'll uh, we'll cruise out on this last story. Yeah. Let's let's do the chat so far. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of people in the chat, man. Um, I want to see who gave us the money, man. Uh, thank you. Uh, if, if I don't get to you, we mean it. Um, thank you. Uh, John Henry 3777 is here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Raleigh is here. What's going on? Mr. Jason Barker, usual suspect. What's going on, sir? Thank you for your support. Mr. Tom Cooper is here. Chris Graves also. What's up, both of you? How are you? What do we got here? The former con member. What's going on? I don't, I don't even know what that means. Mamba, Mamba Berries. What are Mamba Berries? Tell us about it. That's dope. Okay, who else do we have? Uh, now it's it's starting to repeat. There was a there was one person that that I saw that was new and I can't find them of course. Harps is here. What's up, Harps? How are you? Let me see. Uh, John one four nine. What's up, John? How you doing? Mm, who do we have over on YouTube, sir? Oh, we got we got Cave Manly. Who I, I guess he was. Uh, he's now because now he says no. I'm the ghost of Slim Pickens. I've got strange <laughs> love. Who loves you, baby? Chris Chris Graves is here. He's everywhere. Raybo ghosted. <laughs> Uh, Jim, oh, who else? Uh, Bernay Sauce, Varen. What's up, Bernay Sauce? Uh, who else? We had, uh, I think it was, what did I see earlier, Fe- of course, Felix Caraballo, Jim Chambers, a lot of familiar names. So it's good. Marsh, good to see Marsh Wiggle. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go, no, go ahead. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah Marsh well, Wiggle is here. What's up? What's up? Opus Cosmic. Is here. He said, "Did did did uh, Kanye West get the jab? I don't know. I want to look that up. What's up, Tony? We're gonna say something. I was just, I was looking at all the tips. But no voter ID gave us five dollars. Oh. Uh, oh. And Chris, uh, I think by five dollars. Jason Barker, ten dollars. Tom Cooper, two dollars. I'm still I'm start trying to find them all. Oh. Stephanie Green gave us ten dollars. Thanks, up, Steph. Yes, and then the MJA three one two. If that if my eyes are." Are functioning properly. It was five dollars. I mean, all these people are great. It's a lot of steals, a lot of tips, man. Thank you so much, everybody, man. That's just so cool, yes. you guys, man. To to tip the hat. We're on the on the on the virtual corner here, sticking mm-hmm. out our hats. You know, what I'm saying, just leaving our hats there. Said, so tip us if you want. But uh, we're we're here doing the thing. Thank you, thank you, and, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you, man. 
so many cool things that 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 we've been able to do because of you guys. And of course, you know, you always want to broadcast to somebody. You know, we don't want to talk. I mean, we do talk to ourselves all the time, but uh, we'd we'd rather talk to you collectively, like and and have this uh this meeting every Saturday. Okay. So thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank We're you. almost thank you, strong. thank you, thank you, Charlotte, for posting the link on Facebook live stream too. Thank you, Charlotte. You rock. You rock for posting that link on Facebook. Post it wherever you want, all over the place. Okay. Yes. So. You know, I hate QAnon. You guys know I'm not a fan of uh, of all of that shit that's going on, right? Even though it has done, I don't think it's done any good, but some people would make the argument that it has, right? It, it's brought people in. I'm trying to, to to fix my attitude on this and try to try to do a different type of outreach, right? But I've been saying for a bit that um, there's a problem here with with faith and Q. And faith and the alt-right and the far-right, you know? And finally, I see this article. I saw it this morning before I came on. And and they came up with a phrase called, what is it? Uh, uh, religious nationalism. Never heard it before, but I was like, that describes it. I was having a hard time putting together a phrase that would adequately describe what's going on here. But it's religious nationalism. And I'm like, well, that, that is fantastic. And, and I sent I sent the article over to Tone. And what it is, is the, the Reawaken America tour, right? And there's a lot of people uh, that go on there and talk and try to make excuses that, that, that you know, they're on the, the Reawaken, we're on the, Re, the Reawaken America tour because we want to reach as many people as possible. If you're being told to go talk to the Reawaken America tour, you're saying something wrong. Something is going on that they are like, come talk to us because they're not going to have me over there. They're not going to have tone go talk over there. It's not happening. It's just not happening, you know, but, uh, but other people get invited and then they try to make uh, uh, excuses because you want the money or you want the notoriety or the exposure. And that's the wrong reason to be doing things. And I'm not going to name any names, but they're all over the, the alternative media. Just go look at who's freaking talking over there in the alternative media. Okay. But anyway, so, uh, yes, uh, Chris Graves is a genius. Absolutely. Yes, you yes, are a yes. genius. Hands down. <laughs> we cannot argue the point. Right. So now we go around the country, reawaken America tour. Michael Flynn is the head of this thing. He's the, the keynote speaker nine times out of 10. They're having people getting baptized out there. They have three <laughs> giant steel tubs of water. It's on screen now for anybody that's watching. And people are getting baptized. There is literal the laying of the hands outside. So Michael Flynn goes on, and this is an expert in mind warfare, right? He goes out there and he says, this is a religious struggle. This is a religious, a spiritual war. This is a spiritual war that you are involved in. This is an extension of the LARP that was queuing on. You were digital warriors. You are going to help us defeat this. So now that's kind of faded in his mind. It'll, it'll come back with him because that's what he does. But uh, the spiritual warfare angle of it is working just fine for his grift and for whatever else he has going on, right? So uh, tons of people are there thinking that they're fighting a spiritual war. And uh, Donald Trump and, uh, you know, uh, everybody of that mindset, they are the ones that are have been chosen by God to do this. And, and, and it's disturbing for, for a lot of reasons, first off, it's it's a minority, and I know this, but it's a, it's a large minority, you know, and it's it's uh, 
whenever you involve Christianity, whenever you involve someone's faith and you get them to believe that, and you, and you see this around the nation with all these, all these people that go around touring, all these televangelists that get getting money, but they believe it. People believe them. They want to believe that they're doing laying of the hands. They're curing freaking people. They're, they're baptizing people, but they're mixing it in with the politics. So it's, it's spirituality, religion, and politics. That's what this is all about now. And they're all linked together. I think it's genius, to say the least, what they're doing over there, making a ton of money, but they're exploiting the Christian. And I know a lot of us here in the alternative media believe in God, and you should. At least I think so. I believe in God. But I don't want to be exploited by these people. These people are false prophets, in my personal opinion. Mr. Tony Arterburn, what's up? Well, I believe this is a movement that was produced by its audience, not the other way around. I don't mm. think movement. Tell me about it. What's up? Well, okay. So let's look at the game here. In order to be successful in this time frame, if you're in alternative media, if you're if you want to capture the, the the demographic that's going to enrich you, you have to include Donald Trump. You have to give false details. Okay, again, like there's white hats. People are fighting back. There's hope. You got to put that in there. I believe there's hope, but not the way they stood. They, they they pick a team. And again, this is this is where the the psyop meets the Christianity. You know, talk about Michael Flynn said that he wanted one religion, right? One one faith. It takes one faith, one religion, all this stuff, and that goes back to the the the, the QAnon LARP and the the hoax that it was and still is fusing the morality of Christianity with politics. Because you know right. what happens, uh, David Knight says this is all the time, when you uh, take po politics and religion and mix them together, you know what you get? You get politics. But this is something more. This is a, this is a grift of the highest order because what right. they're saying is, look at, the, look at the Great Reset, look at Davos, look at the World Economic Forum, look at uh, the Council on Foreign Relations, all these people, the one-worlders, look at all this and the Democrats, and we're going to defeat them with our friends, the Republican Party, Donald Trump, and MAGA. Right. And Jesus is helping. And that's what the, this is all part of that. It's like the 19th century uh, revival mixed with a psyop. And it's it's brilliant again. But I, I think what they do they, and they have data on this is kind of like Cambridge Analytica, Billy. Right. They know that there's a demographic there. If you know that you can enrich yourself, if you know that you can. Again, if you're in talk radio today, you want to you want to go off the reservation. You want to talk about anti-war. You want to criticize the the leadership of the Republican Party and the Republicans themselves on, on conservative talk, you're done. You have to lay it and you have to put it out in a, in a way where people think that it's a, it's more like a game. This country loves teams. See, what we're doing is too, it's, it's, we're breaking down everything. That's what we do every Saturday. We, our agenda is find the truth. What's the best way forward and calling out bullshit. We're good at it. Right? I think so. That doesn't make you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. This does. So I think this, I agree with you on this. I mean, Billy and I don't agree on everything on politics at all. This is what makes the show great. But I think this, this kind of stuff, I had a call the other day um, from uh, the organization that's doing the Greater Reset. And I said, look, there's a couple of things out there I don't know about you, but I want to I learn about it. Send me an email. So I'm looking into mm -hmm. that. That's, that. That has like Catherine Austin Fitz speaking and some other people. I think um, somebody that heard me on Charlie Robinson's reach. I, I want to check it out. I don't know anything yeah. about him yet, but I know this thing is full of the again full of the the psyop the larp the the QAnon stuff and it leads to nowhere i agree i agree um um but what concerns me about it is is 
so many well-meaning people are are involved you know and and i think the majority are are people that really want to do what's right but when when you incorporate these religious fervor you know when you incorporate that 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 feeling of that you are in a, a spiritual war and this is this is it it's the end times you know and and we need to get together and fight these uh, the, the evils you know on the other side like i mean how how do you break that condition how do you break it how how, how do you let them know that they're being led around by sauron right that they're being led around by the worst people ever, Michael Flynn, you know, uh, Roger Stone. Roger Stone standing up there doing this like he's freaking Richard Nixon. Knock it off, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, all, all these people are there, you know, um, um, trying to make a buck. Like every time Roger Stone goes out there, he's like, please donate to my legal defense fund. He's been doing this for years. How much has he made? I mean, like, you know, um, who's another one? Michael Flynn has a freaking table selling his book for 60 bucks. You know, um. And this is on top of whatever they've been paid to do to, to go there. You know what I mean? And, and do whatever. It's just disgusting. It's like Comic-Con for, for the far right, but it's way more, well, Comic-Con isn't sinister, but it's, this, this is sinister. This is, there's something wrong here. Don, give us your thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the problem is that, and I, this is a spiritual battle, and so I, I like from that aspect, but the problem is the right wing especially, you get that evangelical, um, non-denominational kind of attitude, the born-againer stuff. And unfortunately, in my life, I've met a few people that could walk the walk as well as talk to talk, but I, way too many alleged born-againers that were pious. Uh, there were things in there about their lives that were very unholy. They didn't walk the walk. So I think when you concentrate so much on that, on the kind of morality, and you have this baggage, you've seen it with Herschel Walker and so many other people, because mm. most, pe most people have skeletons in their closet. They do. So that's why, you know, let's, he, who was that sin among you cast the first stone? I prefer the people, uh, and Kanye West wasn't really doing that. I, I prefer people to, to concentrate on the fact that there is the dark force has enveloped us. That's what's in control right now. These things are inspired by, uh, you know, I think Satan, I don't know how, what else is inspiring, you know, the Frankenstein marks on the little girls and they get their breasts cut off with the smiling doctors and mothers. I, I don't know anything other than Satan that could inspire that. So I think we need to concentrate on that, but we need to concentrate and go beyond the moral thing. And that's what Republicans, right-wingers won't do. They won't talk about the immorality of a nuclear war and how absurd of war itself. They're never going to talk about that. None of them talk about the sin of corruption of how many lives have been ruined by this, how many whistleblowers are punished. So many of them I talked to, that I've talked to, that whose lives have been ruined. Gary McBride's one that I have on my show. I mean, his, his wife left him. His, two of his three sons don't talk to him. That happens to all these people. And so these people sacrifice everything and then, okay, so their family does it. But then maybe they feel a little better if they were accepted and people recognize them as the heroes that they are, but they don't. And so this is the, this is the thing I think we need to recognize and go beyond the you know the kind of the uh, the uh, those kind of sex type issues that that they can't prefer to concentrate on, which a lot of times they're sinful of it themselves, guilty of it themselves. And I, I wish they could build it on let's let's stand with God. This is a spiritual battle, so we should be against corruption, against war. We should be for helping each other, for following the golden rule. But it's never that. It turns into something just like you said, you know, send me money and uh, 
big Reverend Ike type productions and stuff like that. And that's why people can easily make fun of that. It's spoofable. And uh, it's a shame because we need to have a real counter to the absolute dark Satanism that is ruling all of our society. That's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got for you this week. We have to go. But um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, uh, you know, doing the whole deal. And uh, please, just if, if you get invited to a Reawaken America tour, I mean, if you want to show up, go ahead. You know, you, you, you want to make fun of them, you know, do it, you know, quietly in your brain while you're sitting there. Don't don't let them see it. But please don't uh, don't become a part of this. All right. Because uh, it leads nowhere good. Herschel Walker is interesting. That's an interesting thing going on. Um, <clears throat> the way you handle that. Herschel Walker. Let me tell you this before we get out of here. This is the way you handle it. Yeah. You know, when I was young, I was an athlete. Women were coming up to me left and right. And of course, I felt a temptation. The, 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 um, you know, the body is weak. But, you know, I did something wrong. And I've, I've reflected on it. And uh, what I did back then, I wouldn't do now. You know, because I understand uh, the error of my ways. Really freaking simple, dude. Just put it out there like that. You win more, you'd win more people over that way. You know, instead of saying, oh, man, I didn't do that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not my card. I didn't send that woman any money. Come on. No, 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 I didn't. Now there's another one coming out saying the nonsense. Right? Just, that, just admit it, own it, and, 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 walk, and walk away from it. You know, but, but uh, no, that's not what these people do because they're liars and they're deceivers. And Herschel Walker is, should be nowhere near political office. Come on, guys, really. But that is it. We're getting up out of here. Mr. Tony Arterburn, tell them where they can find you. Well, I want to say real quick, uh, Wolfpack.gold, our new program, uh, Precious Metals Monthly Membership Program, it sponsors America Unplugged. If you want to support America Unplugged, go to Wolfpack.gold. We got some cool stuff over there. You can start the Lone Wolf Package. It's $50 a month. We even show you where you saved. Uh, we, we pull up some major retailers for gold and silver, show you our, your savings. So it's a really great deal. Uh, you get it delivered directly to your door, discreet packaging, all that stuff. So you're going to see what we pick for you. It's stuff that comes in the shop and, and buy-ins and deals that we have. It directly supports America Unplugged. You can put in the promo code America Unplugged, Wolfpack.gold. And, of course, uh, Arterburn.news from my website, Billy. Always great to be here. AmericaUnplugged.com as well. In a, in a world of, of bulls and bears, be the wolf. It's fantastic. All right. Don Jeffries, what's up? Well, first of all, I want to share Raybo in the chat room that I, I didn't see any post about uh, Ted Nugent. He said, come on, man, put it up like I was scared to put up something about Ted Nugent. So I, I didn't see that, Raybo. I, I can assure you I wouldn't have shied away on, the, on behalf of Ted Nugent. But anyway, uh, my, 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 my website is donaldjeffries.media. Uh, you can find all you need to know about me there. I protest. I'm sure most of you listening hopefully listen to my show every Friday, produced by Tony Arterburn from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the same fine rockfin.com. Uh, you can find it. Any, any, you can go to Substack where I write regularly. Please go there and support me. Become a subscriber at donaldjeffries.substack.com. Other than that, again, everything's, but you can find out all that on my website, donaldjeffries.media. Incredible. Fantastic. Thank you both for being here. And my name is Billy Ray Valentine, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. I'm going to put up an episode that I recorded about eight months ago. Uh, and I never put it out, but it's it's October, so Halloween, and it works. And it's fantastic. It's actually a really good episode, if I may say so myself. I don't want to sound like Kanye West right now. But <laughs> go listen to it. I'm going to put it up later tonight, Lord willing. 
Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's with Gary Wayne and, and Jimmy Jean. And we did uh, Giants. We did the House of Dragons. We did RH Negative Blood. We did uh, uh, the Nephilim, uh, the Angels, the Archangels started breaking that. It's it's dope. All right. So go go ahead and uh, go over to the infinitefringe.podbeam.com or the Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast. And we talk all about that. This Tonight it's going to drop. And I got a bunch more like Halloween stuff that I can drop that, that I hadn't. For whatever reason and now it makes sense so i think i will um so go check it uh and that's it america unplugged right here every saturday 12 p.m eastern on rockfin and of course if you can't catch it live go catch it on americaunplugged.com actually go to americaunplugged.com anyway because you get every single thing that don jeffrey does up there along with america unplugged audio and uh sometimes tone drop some stuff up there so it's uh it's it's definitely a place to go and subscribe at the very least thank you for tuning in Tone, play us out, brother. You got it. Bye-bye.